Hello and welcome. This is episode 36 titled Dismantling the Church. So Chris, you wrote this episode. Um, What was kind of your idea behind this? My professor mentioned something about churches in World of Warcraft. And so I did a very brief lookup of that happening and whether or not that was true. And it was. Um, I don't know how much of it was actually like Christian churches, but um, it kind of got me thinking about like virtual church. And then there was this uh, meme going around of uh, it was like supposed to be real. It was a it was a joke, but they were saying how they were going to graduate their high school class on Roblox because of you know everything going on. And I thought that was hilarious, and it turned out to be fake, which bummed me out. But yeah, and then I kind of went on this like train of thought of like, well, what if we did do that? Like, what? How legitimate would would it be if we had like a gathering of people to worship Christ on like Minecraft? <laughs> and then like. I'm also I'm also just reading partially because I'm assigned it um, a lot about like ecclesiology and what makes the church and like what is a church, and like now that everything's virtual right now, it's like what actually is a church, <laughs> and like it's very interesting because there feels like there's this divide between like oh there's churches that are like church churches, and then there's there's those churches that are like churches and virtual churches, mm-hmm. um, and like you can oh. think of of course you're like your large churches that, that I mean like I can list a couple in my head right now that are like those are like church and virtual churches, right? They have like two church families, right? Um, whilst there's like the church churches where it's like, oh, they can't make, they can't maintain a website and like <laughs> things are just disorganized and really don't know how to use a computer. And it's very interesting that there is this divide between these kind of two very different worlds. Mm. And some of that like does with age and demographics yeah. of those churches, of course. Mm. But it is very interesting that there's such a large well, I mean, I guess a lot of it does with technology literacy, I think, where I think a very small population of people is capable of producing that online and virtual content, mm. opposed to a lot of people who can't. Um, so there is, yeah, there's a very interesting divide in that. Yeah. Yeah, because like you said, a church, like there's a church back in my hometown that's like 20 people and they're all wicked old. And I don't want to assume none of them know how to use a computer because they might, but there's much less likely to, even if they could use a computer, like to have that online mm-hmm. gathering and presence, I guess. Tyler mentioned something that I like complete, like the whole idea of like comparing churches. Um, pardon me. I also probably just misinterpreted it in my head. Um, but another thing that I was talking about, thinking about was like remote churches. So um, there's this one church in Connecticut, the master campus uh, has the live session of the pastor and then all their um, remote campuses, live streams, the master campuses, um, pastors speaking and like they set it up. So like, there's like a live worship set that like happens before. And then like, it was like, I went to one session. It was sick because it was like the worship set finished and then they walked away. And then like, you're looking like as a first time you're looking around, you're like, Oh, like where's the speaker? The screen rolls down and the speaker's like, hello, welcome to our church. And you're just, and everyone's like, hello, pastor, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, I feel like I'm in like an episode of like black mirror or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's also, I don't know, just like the transition from that to the current state of things where like now there are people who do live streams. There are other churches that do decide to go with like pre-recordings and post them online at certain times. So yeah, what makes the church? Mm-hmm. If you're at home watching like one church's set like worship service and all that stuff, is that, are you still part of that church? And if... So are you, and then you watch another services, are you part of that church too in that going, in that sense? Or are we just all collectively in one church? Right. Oh, man. In my head, I was like, okay, so if you're sitting in your living room watching 
this church service. Are you really a part of that church? But then I think of like, where's my background, right? And mm-hmm. I go like, okay, I've come from like a church church mm-hmm. opposed to like a church that also is a virtual yeah. church. And like, I, I think that immediately I was like, oh, that person really doesn't understand what a church is about. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. do I really understand what a church is about? But like, it's just very interesting that like from my, I think, point of, view, point of view and also like things that I've grown up with, for me, like I know I wouldn't, sit well in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then realizing that I think a lot of people would. Yeah. I mean, I'm also just talking about like right now, like the current, current events. Like if this was beforehand, like I would have been, I think I'm in a very similar sense. Like when I came out of that church, I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, like I met people or like people were trying to get to know me, but all of them were like members of this church interacting with the staff of the church, but there weren't, there wasn't like a pastor figure within that church to like reach out, et cetera. Like um, the argument I hear against remote churches are like, Oh, like pastors need to like shepherd their people. Some would argue, Oh, you you use the other leaders to shepherd, but it was just a very interesting conversation I had. And I think now in like today's day and age where like everyone is like all churches are more, most churches have been trying to like create some form of like online unity um, by like sharing with like their congregation, oh, like this is the message that we decided to go with today. Um, watch us and worship from your home, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I'm I'm torn too because like I am also very traditional, you know, like going to a building <laughs> and like interacting with people and whatnot. And like the idea of a virtual church is weird to me, but now it's like now that we're in it, it's like, well, now there's no other option. So I guess this has to be normal. And my mind always goes to like the worst place. And it's like, what if we, what if this is just how it is forever? Like for whatever circumstance or reason, like what if we can never go back to that? Like, do we just say the church is gone or is like, do we have to admit that like what we're doing has some validity to it? You know? Mm. Ooh, I feel like you're, you're backing yourself into an interesting corner there. Yeah. By going like, oh, this is the only thing we have left. We then have to acknowledge the validity of Mm-hmm. like virtual churches. But interestingly, like in my head, I was like, Oh, like I know me personally, like I have a really hard time sometimes connecting with worship music in a worship setting. Right. Cause live settings are always like a lot sometimes, especially if they're kind of janky and I'm just like getting distracted. Like, wow, yeah. that sounds terrible. <laughs> like, Oh, <laughs> um, but then like, if I'm like just sitting in my room or like, just like listening to headphones, like those are some moments where I'm like, Oh wow, this is like what it's really about. Like, mm-hmm. So like, how is that any different than anything else? Yeah, I was, like, talking to some classmates the other day about their Easter services, and, like, one person was saying how, you know, it was super weird for him not being in person for worship, and, like, mm. you know, it, was, it felt very weird and disconnected and distant. And then one other guy said, like, that was the most intimate worship set that I've ever been a part of, mm-hmm. because, like, I wasn't, like, worried about what the person next to me was doing, or, like, worried mm. about, like, what I was wearing, or, like, there wasn't any of that stuff going on, yeah. so... It's like, that's weird how you, two people can have like two opposite reactions to the same situation. Mm-hmm. I was just bummed I couldn't wear a suit. Yeah, right. Um, it's like the only time in the year I wear a suit. Easter. I know. <laughs> I'm so bummed. I love breaking suits out. Yeah. And instead I was just like wearing a hoodie and unshaven. Yeah. I had a new suit I was going to wear too. I was prepared for months. Really? Now I don't know when I'm going to wear it. <laughs> Next time we record, we're all wearing suits. Yeah, that's it. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, effort. So much effort. <laughs> but it, like, it's, I don't know. I, we, I keep coming back to this point of like, there must be validity in, that sounds like I'm attacking them. I don't want to attack virtual churches because they do phenomenal things that I think a lot of churches 
have a really hard time doing. Mm. Um, and like, I think that is the beauty of it is they're going to cater to the population they cater to. Yeah. Um, and casting the wide <clears throat> that you can, like that's, you know, going out and making disciples. That's the great commission right there. Right. Yeah. And it's in a different way too. Like, I think you, you, you said you nailed it on the head. Like in my opinion, it's like who they are trying to reach. They are reaching mm-hmm. the, the way they, the way they present, the way they speak, it speaks to somebody out there. Um, I think part of it too is just like, it comes down, like it always comes down to the individual, but it's just like, you know, like is church, like on, is church a place you go to on Sunday to see other people um, and make small talk and then head out after just hang out and being stuck in a room for like a, like an hour or so? Or is it actually a place of worship for you where you can be with the Lord and you can see the Lord through other people? Mm-hmm. I think it's all about like how one interprets, like how one like approaches it in this time and season. Um, my old man, he's a pastor and he's like, yeah, I have to record and then like post and everything. And then like, he was asking me how, well, what I was doing this uh, past Easter um, and how I celebrate it. And I was like, Oh, this is some dicey conversation. Cause I went to a gathering of uh, almost 10 people and he was just like, <laughs> hmm. um, and that's a whole nother conversation itself, the idea of house churches. But he was telling me how like for him and his congregation, they met on zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, now even that can be a dicey conversation <laughs> with the current events that are going on. But mm-hmm. um, using that platform for him, he has been so beneficial. He hasn't old man. Sue has not left his house for a year. Really? Um, and yet he is, <sighs> I admire him a lot. Cause like he's always done like not necessarily on, well, he's always done phone calls. Shepherding for him was not just limited to just visiting people. He would make phone calls on the daily. Like he had a prayer group on this night and that night. And then as the, as time progressed, he only took that former ministry and then applied it to the other ministries. And he was saying, you can make this happen. It's just a matter of how much like effort and like faith you have in God to push forward for this. So mm. old man, Sue, you say you don't listen to my podcast, but I shouted you out. So you better listen to this dad. <laughs> Ugh. Anywho, sorry. I'm like, no, dad, good vibe, point. dad moment. If you're like evangelizing on Xbox Live, are you any like most people probably aren't going to come to Christ playing like Halo, but like if somebody is, then what's wrong with that? You know, like, it's very easy not easy to demonize anything, right? And, and I think that's my life story is that it's easy to point fingers at something else when really you're the problem. Um, <laughs> but if we look back, I always like use the example, like the printing press is the work of the devil. Right. Um, it's like, okay, clearly not. And I don't think anyone is claiming that here. Um, anymore. Right. Well, anymore. <laughs> I, do, I do think some people will say that the internet um, is going to kill churches and that it's, you know, the, the work of the antichrist or something. Mm. But uh, I think that's a, a kind of small minority of people. <laughs> um, but I do think, I mean, there's a danger in using such tools, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it is so, it's not that new. The internet's been around for as long as I've been alive, but <laughs> like, it's just, it looks so drastically different and it is very new in the retrospect of, you know, life, humanity, but yeah. Yeah, humanity, but it is, I mean, it is a tool to be used to spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think doing that in any manner, um, is like back to this idea of justifiable, right? right. Like it, it is worth the effort to put into it. Like the ends justify the means kind of thing. No, I mean, not not even that. Like, it's beneficial. Like, it's good. Mm. Um, I don't think, I think that it's more difficult, right? Like, I'm sure back in the day when they were, like, printing things on the printing press, Mm. like, people were probably, you know, like, very against hearing messages via the, you know, written books or whatever. True. 
That's true. Even audiobooks, when those were new, people were like, what? They're going to make me listen to a book? But now it's a pretty common... Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> listen to audiobooks. Even podcasts were like a joke at first. Mm. And now, well, we're kind of a joke. Yeah, but. it's still a joke. But. <laughs> and I think there's like a, a danger in using certain technologies. Danger seems like a drastic word. But like, I think that there is an inherent risk to using any new, considerably new platform for sharing any message, but especially the gospel. Um, and like social media and the internet and all those other things are, you know, there's danger of using those. Mm-hmm. Like messages can be conceived wrong. Okay, and, yeah. like, and I don't think like, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a weird way to put that, like that there's danger there, but mm-hmm. like, but yeah, it's like <clears throat> the way things can be perceived. I think we can underestimate that. Cause like, like things you would have a normal conversation about if somebody's just like posting about it aggressively in their Facebook story, Facebook story. I don't have a Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, whatever it is. Then um, it's like you know it seems aggressive or condescending or like perceived totally differently than if you're having like a face to face conversation yeah. or something like that. And being someone like I, I have a really hard time like. Well, connecting with online churches. Uh, like my big thing as I was driving to school, I have like a 45 minute drive to school, is I would like try to jam a sermon in every, so I always listen to a sermon on my drive there and then listen to music on the way back, um, which was like very interesting. And I don't know why I did it, um, but- Why not? I mean, it was great. It was like, it was very interesting. Like it was a good way to learn things and kind of take in new ideas um, and get me kind of hyped for the day sometimes. But like I learned that like, I don't honestly remember much of that or how much I took away from that. Cause my mind mm-hmm. was preoccupied. So yeah. like, I, I know like for me personally, like I know that wouldn't work, mm. but like I'm back to the point of like, but it works for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, my girlfriend who I know is listening, which is why I don't feel bad shouting her out said like, she doesn't like to listen to the Bible on audiobook because she has an easy time like tuning it out. Mm. She doesn't like the idea of being able to tune out scripture instead of being able to like actively listen to it. We had a tangent on this podcast earlier, but it was just like how like one can understand or like learn. I'm working in special education now. It's like, Oh, each of these kids that you need to cater towards them and like understand their needs and desires um, to like understand something. I think very similarly, like in some cases, like the way like one like lives out their Christian life, like, Maybe they do need a community to help, like, uh, bolster them. Or maybe they just need a few, like, brothers and sisters to keep them in check. Mm-hmm. It varies to the individual. We can't just, like, slap a... Can't just slap, like, a one-size-fits-all. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a point where it gets too ridiculous? Like, if we started an Animal Crossing church? Because everyone seems to be playing that right now. I was trying to envision like, that. <laughs> like, does that become legitimate if enough people do it? <laughs> If somehow they are using that platform to talk about Christ and people are actually being moved, then I don't think that's why. <laughs> I was like thinking, like going back to the World of Warcraft thing, I was like, mm-hmm. what's like the one game or like online virtual? Like, I was thinking, like, oh, like what if someone use like v- uh, VR online or whatever that like monstrosity is to like <laughs> have a hotel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, or like Second Life, if you remember that game. Um, no. It was just the weird game. Ugh. Anywho, but just like, or Maple Story, like Club Maple Penguin, Club Penguin <laughs> RIP. But like someone out there must have tried. Like I can see some weird, like kids like, I want to go tell people about Jesus online. Mm. It's very interesting you use the word weird there. I don't want to nitpick. I don't know no. why. I, I like no. once, I, I like, I committed and I was like, 
Dang it. And, and yeah. I, it was very interesting because, I mean, I had the same thought and I, I assume, right? It, like for us, we go like, it takes an odd person to do that. Um, but I, I think looking at the state of the world as it is in coronavirus, as we are, you know, forbidden mm. for meeting in churches and having these things for, you know, the betterment of human life. Mm. Um, but like we are presented with opportunities that we in the past thought were ridiculous and that only, you know, weirdos could do. Right. Because it's our only option, as you were saying. So, I mean, as Chris backed himself into a corner earlier, what happened if your only option was to have a club penguin church? Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as ridiculous as that sounds, like if that's all you yeah. could do, then do it. And there are probably like, especially in, like areas like where you can't. Yeah. Like, Oh, for sure. I know this, like underground churches is a prime example of that. And mm. like China, it's like, Oh, our government hates it when we do this. So, and that's what I was thinking of like countries where it's literally illegal yeah. to worship, you know? So why not use a platform that allows you to meet with people? Mm. They used to use catacombs. Given the circumstance, like this is like an amazing opportunity. And I mean, a curse and an opportunity as is everything in life, but <laughs> like we can see the opportunities that are presented in front of us, the ways that we can share the gospel, the, the wider net we can cast. Um, at the same time, we do see the dangers of people not being connected. And for those people who have that hard time connecting via the internet, like, mm there's not really a lot for them. Right. right. And so like we can see the dangers in that also. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a student who can't even get on zoom or like watch videos cause there's no internet connection mm. in his town. It's like, well, I, I was, I was kind of banking on you having the internet. You know? Right. So like, now what do I do? And so it's like, there's not a one size fits all kind of thing. You, so you titled it dismantling the church. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I like uh, because my first thought is like, yeah, we could just tag. It's not worth the effort. Let's just tear it down, do it all from our homes. Let's just have Zoom everything now. I don't have to leave the house anymore. Um, but like, there is, I think there's some things that should be dismantled. And yeah. I do think that in that process, we will see some things that are, some, that are broken and that can be fixed and that can be utilized for other things. Mm. Um, and I think this is an opportunity for that. Um, and I think it's also dismantling like, you know, there's a lot of bickering about like worship preferences, music, like the carpeting, like like we've talked about in other episodes, and like even some of the interdenominational lines are a little bit skewed right now. <clears throat> I mean, they still have their fundamental beliefs, but now it's more like, oh well, we can't actually do half the things that we thought mattered to us. So like, do they matter, and we try to recover them a certain way, or do we kind of like let that go? Mm -hmm. You know. But yeah, like this idea of that some things are being stripped away, some things are being dismantled that like, that are leading to other things. Some are causing some damage. We're like ripping the staircase out, out accidentally right. when we wanted to take the carpet, but <laughs> like we're causing a little bit of damage, but also like in that we can see like, oh wow, the floor underneath this carpet actually looks kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's some beauty, um, but also some danger. Mm. Um, that was a good analogy, by the way. I like thank that. you. That was, yeah. I approve. Every once in a while, I get a good one. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so this has been episode 36, titled Dismantling the Church. Um, make sure to check out our website, uh, the number three, losersinachurch.com. You can see like all our streaming platforms and like all our social media and stuff like that. Um, but once again, thank you for listening. We out. We out.